This is an All Ears English podcast, episode 1538. Future phrases that you're bound to use instead of will. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, downloaded more than 200 million times. Are you feeling stuck with your English? We'll show you how to become fearless and fluent by focusing on connection, not perfection with your American host, Aubrey Carter, the IELTS whiz, and Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, coming to you from Arizona and Colorado, USA. Today, we finish up our series on the future tense. Learn ways to say that something will eventually happen further down the line in English and find out why these phrases are much more native and precise than just saying will. Listen in today. Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, ArmorAll, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on ArmorAll products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Hey, Lindsay, how are you? Hey, Aubrey, I'm excited to be on here with you today. You've been on the podcast a couple times in the last few months, and it's great to have you on the show. I know it's always so fun. Jessica and I and I've been able to be on and you and I yeah. had that great phrasal verb series. We got so many emails and comments about that. The students really loved that series, which made me happy that it was useful and helpful for people. That's awesome. I love that. And now we're kind of into another informal series. Is that right? Um, yeah. We're doing, what are we talking about in this series? Yeah. So we've been doing this series about future tense. And okay. instead of like replacing will and am going to, which natives mm -hmm. really don't use that often, with a lot of more idiomatic expressions that we use to refer to the future. So if you guys missed them, episode 1525, we talked about the immediate future and 1528, sort of like the near future. And yeah. Today's episode, we're talking about the distant future. I love that. And we'll try to provide links to those episodes in the blog. Come back to the blog, guys, allearsenglish.com. And check this out, because what you said before, Aubrey, is the key to this whole series, is that natives don't really use will all that much. And sometimes right. they don't even use going to, they tend to be a little more creative based on when this thing is going to happen. Is that right? Exactly. Yep. So many fun expressions for these. And today we're going to teach you four that okay. will really make you sound like a native, help you build those connections in English that you want. Anytime yes. you're going to refer that to something that will happen at a more distant type of time in the future or eventually. Okay, so this is kind of like visioning our futures, kind of dreamlining, that kind of thing, sort of, right? The, the, the distant future. So good. So yes, good. exactly. And if yes. you miss those episodes, it's probably because you haven't subscribed. So guys, definitely <laughs> hit subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And we have our Android app that's almost finished. We're going to oh. be announcing it very soon. And we're yes. going to do a bonus, right, to announce it, which oh you won't gosh. get unless you're subscribed. I know. We're going to do a couple of bonuses. This app should be coming out sometime in early March. So guys, make sure you are subscribed. You never want to miss a bonus episode because that is where the good stuff is. That's how you know what's going on at All Ears English. So get there and hit subscribe now on your podcast player.
Yes, get the latest breaking news for sure. Okay, let's get into this, all right? Okay. I'm excited. Okay, so let's talk about the first expression, which um, there's two that are very similar that we're going to talk to, which is sooner or later Mm -hmm. and bound to happen eventually. All right. So this is kind of something that's sort of inevitable, right? You can count on it happening at some point. Is that right? Yep, exactly. It's inevitable, but the time is unknown. It could be kind of soon, maybe, or very far in the future, right? Okay. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. So here's a good sample sentence, guys. Write this down. Eat your vegetables. You're going to have to eat them sooner or later. (laughs) Yeah, that's something I tell my kids because there's no getting out of it. Going to have to eat them sooner or later. Get it over with. Sometimes parents won't let kids have dessert unless they eat their vegetables first, right? Yeah. Um, We're just in my house. It's like, this is all there is. Like, yeah. you don't want to go to There's bed no- hungry. I'm not making a different dinner. So no. better get it eaten. Did you ever do that for your kids? Like make something separate? Or did you always just have them eat what you were eating as an adult? Well, we will let their specific things they can have. If they refuse to eat dinner, they have to at least try it. Okay. And then they can have a yogurt or uh, some like fresh vegetables in the fridge, right? If they don't want the (laughs) cooked broccoli in front of them or whatever, but it's all healthy stuff. It's not like, okay, then you can have French fries. (laughs) No, that's good. (laughs) Oh, I love it. Sooner or later. Yeah, go ahead. And here's another example sentence using sooner or later. Sooner or later, you're going to realize why you need to get to bed at a decent hour. Mm-hmm. These are all coming from my mom brain, I can tell. Oh, yeah, I could tell. Clearly, you're a mom. <laughs> right. <laughs> I love that. And then there's this bound to happen eventually. And that was the other part of this. Guys, these are two different phrases, right? Sooner or later and bound to happen eventually. Bound to happen means what? Yeah, it's the same meaning. Like, it's going to happen. It will definitely mm-hmm. happen sometime in the future. But the time is unknown. Like, for example, my brother hasn't met the right person yet, but it's bound to happen eventually. Yeah. And that's what everyone is told when they haven't met the right person, right? (laughs) Eventually you'll meet the right person. It's bound to happen. It's inevitable, right? Or I like this one, uh, this idea of adding it, uh, any verb between bound and eventually, guys, you can do that. So this is a real hack. Um, For example, that chair is bound to break eventually if you stand on it like that. Something is bound to do something else. Yeah. And the eventually is actually optional, right? You could just be like, that chair is bound to break if you stand on it like that. So both work have the same meaning. And yeah, like you said, you can add any verb there like, we're bound to leave soon if you don't stop screaming. (laughs) That's another mom one. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or if we keep working towards it, we're bound to reach our goals eventually. Yeah. And this is used, this word bound, guys, you should look into it because it's used in different ways too. Like people might say, we are homeward bound. Like that's a movie, right? The name of a movie, Homeward Bound. Meaning we're on our way home. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. So something bound means you're going in that direction. Yep, exactly. All right, let's get the second one. This is good too. Okay. All right. So So this is about our lifetime. What is it? Yeah, exactly. Right. We'll say in our lifetime or Mm -hmm. in my lifetime, Mm -hmm. which means, you know, in the span of my life in the next 50 to 60 years or so. So you would use in our lifetime for more general things that affect everyone, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Definitely. So for example, he thinks life on other planets will be found in our lifetime. Yeah. Right. So yeah, this is really about breakthroughs, scientific things right? Mm-hmm. So the cure for cancer. Yep. You could hear that, right? I believe, you know, cancer will be cured in our lifetime. And you mean mm-hmm. it'll happen in about the next 60 years. Right. Do hope. you think, Aubrey, that in our lifetime, we'll see 
autonomous vehicles, just cars that don't need a driver. You could sit there in the car, but the drive the car drives itself. 100%. Definitely. Yeah, because Definitely. my car already basically does that. My, <laughs> we have a Tesla and it has autopilot. So you just plug in the GPS and it drives itself once you're on That's, the freeway. How does that How does that work? I've actually never talked to someone who uses that feature in a Tesla. Do you guys use that? I mean, yeah. Oh, yeah. Where you just turn on a movie? I, it, it blows my mind. You're supposed to still be alert. And so the wheel makes you kind of jiggle it every now and then to make sure that you're awake and alert. Like, okay. so it feels uh-huh. that a driver is there. Yeah. Um, but it will just, it changes lanes for you. It exits the freeway for you. It has, oh it has all of these cameras and sensors. And on the screen, you can see a little image of all the cars around you or people or whatever there might be. So you, you really trust it. It actually has faster reflexes than a human. So when I, like, I just put on the signal, you know, I'll hit down the signal and you see a car lights up as red on the screen if it's too close to change lanes. And once okay. it has room, it changes lanes, right? So it makes sense. You see the technology on the screen in front of you. You see what it's going to do. You trust it because it's showing you everything on the road that it senses with its cameras. That makes sense. Oh my gosh, that's so crazy. So what do you do while you're driving? Do you actually watch TV or watch a movie or like send text messages? <laughs> I never have. If I did, I wouldn't admit it here since it's illegal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> but I will admit that there's a hack that people do sometimes where if you put like a weight on the steering wheel, it keeps you from having to actually jiggle it the way it makes you, which is um, nice. It can be dangerous because then you literally could fall asleep, which obviously so is dangerous. And you still have to, once your vehicle exits on the freeway, you have to stop at the stoplight. It can't stop for you. It would stop in front of the car in front of you because it'll slow down or stop if it senses a car in front of you. But if you're Mm -hmm. the first car at the light, you have to be awake and alert and stop there, right? Interesting. So okay. That, so there's though, some tricks to they it. They have sure. the technology to change that, so a car yeah. can stop at the light. So it's going to happen very soon, I believe, that cars will. Lifetime, yep, will be able to. Yeah. yeah okay. Definitely. So you are convinced that we will all be just hanging out, watching movies soon, soon enough, definitely in our lifetime. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> definitely. For sure. Okay. Very interesting. So that's a good one. So in our lifetime, is there a difference? I mean, we could say in our lifetime and in my lifetime, we could say both, right, Aubrey? Yeah. It's, I feel like the difference is that in our lifetime is something generally that would affect everyone. Whereas Mm -hmm. if you're talking about something specific to yourself, you would say in my lifetime, like I'd say, I don't think I'll visit Antarctica in my lifetime. Yeah. And this is also used actually when you're talking to someone who's elderly and you want to know about the things they've seen in their lifetime, or you talk about the progress that they've seen in their lifetime, right? Yeah. I mean, my grandmother died in 2008, and she was born in like the early 1900s, I think the first decade of the 19th. And, and she saw so much progress so right, much in her change. lifetime. So the, guys, that'd be another way to use this. Yeah. yeah, that's right. And you could even ask her, say, tell me about some of the major changes you've mm. seen in your lifetime. Can and you it would imagine? be fascinating. Yeah. Seeing everything in the 1900s is amazing how far we've come. Right. Yeah. Wow. Good stuff. Okay. Let's do number three. Getting back to the future talk. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) So what is it, Aubrey? Hey, guys. Go ahead and make sure that you hit subscribe if you love All Ears English so that you don't miss a single episode of our show and follow us on social media. We are on Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, TikTok, and even WeChat. Follow us there and hit subscribe now. Thanks for listening to All Ears English. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So our third one is, I'll get around to it. And this means you're going to do something in the future when you have time for tasks that aren't urgent at all. Yeah. So for example, I'll get around to fixing my bike once the snow melts because now it's snowy out. So you're not going to use your bike. Exactly. Right. right. That's not urgent. We're in four feet of snow. I'm not riding my bike anywhere. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Right. Or what's another one? Yeah, you could say, oh, I haven't gotten around to that yet. I say this a lot when my husband will ask me about some chore or something he expects me to have done. I'm not going to say I didn't do that because I'm going to do it eventually. (laughs) I'm planning on it. So I'll say, oh, I haven't gotten around to that yet. Oh, okay. So so this really implies, I mean, it's a phrasal verb here, right? To get around to something. It really Mm -hmm. implies like you're putting something off. Like you know that it needs to be done, but it's just not super urgent. Exactly. Yeah. You're going to do it eventually. Not super urgent. Yeah. That's a great native phrase. Get around to it, guys. Write that down. Okay. There's one more for our listeners. And what is it? So it's time will tell. I love this one. Mm -hmm. I think it's kind of poetic almost. So this is that something will be revealed in the coming Mm -hmm. months or years, like a situation is uncertain, but it will be certain in the future, right? Yeah, it's like politics. Politics is a really solid example here. Right? Biden mm-hmm. has made all these promises, all these things he's going to do. Uh, but time will tell if this is really going to happen, if he'll keep his promises. For sure. Yes, exactly. Yes. We use it a lot for that. It's like, well, we got to give it some time before we know exactly what's going to happen. And we can yes. use this as a standalone answer. So for example, Lindsay, if I asked you, um, do you think your puppy will be potty trained soon? I hope so. Time will tell. Exactly. Hopefully that actually is already. No, no. He's a pretty smart dog. He was probably trained within a couple of weeks. Thankfully. (laughs) Thankfully. But yeah, Um, you can just say time will tell, meaning like mm -hmm. we'll see. Someday I'll know. (laughs) Yeah. So I like these because they're all about the distant future, but they're so different too. Right. The differences are so stark when we would use all of these. So let's show our listeners in a role play how we would use them. Okay. Awesome. All right. I'll start us out. Um, What's something you think will change in our lifetime? I think sooner or later, all vehicles will be electric. It's inevitable since oil is a finite resource. Yeah, that's bound to happen. The auto industry is definitely headed that way. What about you? Any changes you think will happen in your lifetime? I think we'll figure out ways to use solar energy more, more solar panels on the roofs of buildings and homes, maybe solar powered cars. Ooh, have you thought about getting solar panels? Yes, many homes in Arizona actually have them, but well, because it's sunny almost every day here, it's really expensive up front though, but they pay for themselves Mm -hmm. in time with savings on your electric bill and there are tax credits too. I think I'll get around to it eventually. You're probably right that we'll figure out a way to make it less cost prohibitive for businesses and homeowners to have them installed. Time will tell. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if that also would it would increase the value of your home, or sale value of your home. Probably. Well, it, yes and no. Um, at least in Arizona, you hmm. um, are always making payments because they're so cost prohibitive. They're so expensive Oof. that you're so then if someone buys your home, the payments are transferred to them. Oh, so, right. Yeah, it right. actually is a little pricier for them sometimes, un- unless they're paid off, which is very rare off. because they're mm-hmm. expensive, in oh which case it would increase your home value and they would end up paying more for the home because it has solar panels. 
Interesting. Well, you guys certainly do get a lot of sun in Arizona there. Yeah, yes, that is like for sunny sure. Every day. So might as well take advantage of it. <laughs> Colorado's a little bit like that too, luckily. I love that. I love yes, that. You can count nice. on sun most days. So anyways, Aubrey, should we go back through it? What do you think? Yeah. So the first one I asked you, what do you think will change in our lifetime? Mm-hmm. Meaning that some within the next 50, 60 years. Hmm. Exactly. Exactly. And what else did we use here? Let me see. Oh, I said any changes you think will happen in your lifetime, right? That's so in that right. case, I said your lifetime, and then we said something else, right? What yeah. Was and it? you said I think sooner or later all vehicles will be electric. So that is that first one we taught you, meaning it's something that's inevitable, but we don't know exactly yeah. when it's going to happen, right? Yeah, for sure. For sure. And then what else? Let's see. Um, do, 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 do. Let's see. Oh, I'll get around to it eventually. So you said yes. many homes in Arizona have them. Uh, and then you said something about so you said you would install solar panels eventually. I'll get around to it eventually. Yeah, it's okay. like that's, you know, it's going to happen eventually. It's not really urgent, especially because of the expense, but mm-hmm. going to go get around to it eventually for sure. Yeah. yeah. And then let's see. Okay. Um, you asked. Uh, let's see, figure out a way to make Alaska prohibited. And then I said, time will tell. <laughs> yeah. So you, I like, so it's very native guys just to say that on its own. As we said before, you don't need to, to hook it into any phrase. Just say time will tell, right? A little intonation there too, Aubrey, right? Yep, exactly. There's a good expression here too that I had said, but they pay for themselves in time. That means mm. not right away, right? That's go- something that's going to happen over the course of some time, some point in the future. That's a great native phrase too, kind of a bonus in time. there. Yeah, so this idea of eventually too, right? In mm-hmm. time, at mm-hmm. some point in the future. I love it, guys. That's a bonus for you today. So write that one down. So what's the takeaway Aubrey, yeah, so for today's episode. All these native phrases, this is the last part of our, our series about um, you know phrases for the future, and they all yeah. are so great for upping your English level. They add color and interest, which just makes a conversation more interesting and dynamic. Yeah, they also add relevancy, right? I mean, to be relevant in the exact phrase that you're choosing to suit what you're saying. Like I said, asking my grandmother about what she's seen in her lifetime. That is relevant to that exact situation. So guys, to move to that advanced level in English, you want to get more precise. I think this is all about getting more precise when we use the future. Don't you think, Aubrey? Yeah, exactly. And sounding more native, right? Avoid saying will. You'll And start yes. listening to natives. Do you hear them say will very often when they're talking about the future? I guarantee you these phrases <laughs> we've been teaching, you'll hear a lot more often. So practice using them. That is so true. That is so true. I love it. Guys, go ahead and hit subscribe if you want more episodes like this and to make sure you don't miss a bonus episode. Because again, you want to know about those bonuses to know what is happening at All Ears English. Cool. Yes, exactly. Awesome. All right, Aubrey, great to hang out today. I'll see you soon. Yeah, thanks, Lindsay. Bye. Bye. Take care. Thanks for listening to All Ears English. Would you like to know your English level? Take our two-minute quiz. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash fluency score. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, then hit subscribe now to make sure you don't miss anything. See you next time. America, we are endowed by our creator, with certain unalienable rights, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. To serve others in ways that promote human flourishing and create a ripple effect of transformation for generations to come, find your purpose at 
Grand Canyon University. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu.